What's up, movie lovers? Welcome back to another episode of I Want to Talk About Movies. It has been some time since I last posted. Uh, for those of you who have left messages on my Facebook or Instagram page, your messages have been received. I am trying um, as hard as possible to respond to them as fast as possible. Uh, but in the meantime, I decided to post another episode. Uh, you know, due to uh, COVID kind of winding down a little bit, um, movie theaters are actually starting to open up. Um, we have had some that have been open for a while now um, with a lot of different uh, new protocols, new safety protocols, which is great. Um, they've been showing a lot of older movies. Again, great. Uh, with a handful of new movies. like Very, very few new movies here and there. Uh, Regal is actually uh, scheduled to open back up on Friday, April 2nd. So that's going to be fun, too. They're going to have a couple of new movies out. Uh, I believe they're also going to be showing a lot of older movies as well, either movies that came out recently, maybe within the past couple of years, or movies that haven't been in theaters for a long time. But that's very good. However, again, due to COVID, movie movies have been uh, tested this past year. Um, they've ended up being moved to streaming services, uh, especially uh, Disney+. Plus and HBO Max. Now, if you want to, you could pay a little extra for Disney Plus, and that way you'll be able to see their movies, their new movies coming out. Um, however, do be warned, uh, because you can pay extra for these movies. However, if you do wait just for a couple of months, maybe about anywhere between one to maybe three months, uh, they will eventually... Uh, be free to watch with everything else. Um, whereas with HBO Max, in the past, they have done uh, new movies where they're only out for the first month or so, and then they are taken off HBO Max, um, or they are permanently on there. So, you know, for those, it's it depends on the movie itself. Um, but either way, if you're willing to pay for either one, um, you'd be able to see a lot of new movies. Um, one of the new movies that are going to be shown in theaters is uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, but that'll also be on HBO Max as well. So you have your pick. I mean, to me, it's just better to watch it in the movie theaters. But with all that said, guys, I'm not here to talk about streaming systems. I'm here to, of course, talk about movies. And today, I want to talk about a movie that's been re-released. I want to talk about the Snyder Cut of Justice League. As you guys know, I'm a big fan of Batman. When the original version came out, you know, I I was excited because it was a move, another movie with Batman. Any movie with Batman, guys, I will be excited to watch it. Um, although coming out of it, if it's good or bad, I will make mention of it. <laughs> um, having followed the making of this film, um, having listened to all the issues they had in the past about making this film. I was surprised to find out that the finished product was not the product they had initially planned for. Um, after that was found out, the release of the Snyder Cut movement came out. And it was only a matter of time until eventually someone was going to say, here you go. Here you go. Here's, here's this uh, new cut. And that day has finally come, guys. Uh, if you are a subscriber to HBO Max, you can actually watch the Snyder Cut. Um, I have I have heard that it will be released on uh, DVD as well. 
Um, but that probably won't be until mid summertime, maybe June or July. Um, however, I was excited enough to actually subscribe to HBO Max. Uh, it was something I was on the fence about for quite some time. Uh, I had tried the uh, free trial. And once I found out the Snyder Cut was coming to HBO, I decided to commit and fully subscribe to them. Um, they do have other content as well, which I um, which I have enjoyed. So it was definitely worth it. Um, and I spent the entire evening watching the Snyder Cut as it is a very long film. It's actually about four hours long. And I have to say that the story is still the same. The plot is still the same, but there's just a lot more details added to it. Um, you know, s- stories have been added. Scenes have been added. Entire scenes have been taken out. Um, it seems like it's just not, I, I wouldn't say it's a completely different movie. Like I said, the plot is still there. There's just a lot more details in it. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the Snyder cut. Um, some of the differences, some of the similarities, I'm going to go through the differences in character arcs. Uh, I'm going to go through the differences in appearance and the overall difference between, uh, the, the Joss Whedon and Zack Snyder cut. Um, with that said, guys, sit back, relax, and let's get started. As always, I'm your host, Bran, and I want to talk about movies. Just a warning, guys, this episode will have spoilers for a few movies from the DCEU, um, including Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, the Snyder Cut of Justice League, the original cut of Justice League, and uh, Suicide Squad, and DCEU in general. You have been warned. So first off, let's talk about the movies themselves, guys. Um, So just so there's no confusion, if you look on IMDb, um, both movies are on there. One is under just Justice League, the other one is under Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Um, if you look at the original, we're going to call it the original because it was the first one that came out. Um, the original is about two hours long and was, in fact, directed by jo- um, directed by Zack Snyder. Um, but towards the end of it, they started doing recuts. They started doing reshoots, all this stuff. And then um, Joss Whedon got involved in a big way. And he kind of took over the reins of directing. And the entire movie, essentially the entire movie changed. Again. The plot is still the same. It is just the movie itself that's different. Um, Joss Whedon, you know, he's a great... I think Joss Whedon is a great director. Um, I I feel like he's a very friendly person. Um, we definitely got a more friendlier version of Justice League. Um, definitely a, a kid-friendly version of Justice League. Not that the Snyder Cut wasn't kid-friendly. Just that it was a lot more aggressive. It was a lot more darker. Um, and a lot more longer. Like case in point, um, Joss Whedon's version was about two hours long, and the uh, Snyder Cut is actually four hours long. And after watching it, there are entire scenes. I, I would say maybe more than half of the original is not in the Snyder Cut. So that means let's let's say that the original is two hours long. And the Snyder Cut is four hours long. And 
they took out half of or, or or half of the original movie wasn't even in it so that means they had to have like three hours worth of material that just didn't make it into the movie or got changed um it was definitely definitely a big difference again it's just the the movie itself it's definitely not what it's about and i'm gonna say that a lot throughout this episode um but truth be told to be completely honest i enjoyed the original version i had no real issue with it um i've never been a big justice league fan i like you guys know i'm a big batman fan i've never been a big justice league fan i've watched it um i was entertained by it i didn't really think anything major about it um but after watching the snyder cut it was definitely a, a big difference that i wish they had uh uh, they had shown first instead of the instead of what was the original product so let's first talk about the villain guys uh the villain in the original was steppenwolf um he is also still the antagonist in the snyder cut as well um let's talk about his look first and foremost guys um which is clearly the most obvious difference about him in the original movie, his his suit was more like a kind of like a alien type uniform thing, um, whereas in the Snyder version, it's more like high tech high tech alien technology, um, which is obviously the first thing you're gonna notice um, when you first meet Steppenwolf. Um, uh, when you first meet him in the original, one of the first things you see is his uh, heel. Um, it looks like he's kind of wearing like alien Crocs. Um, but like I said, in this one, it's more like an advanced suit. Um, you know, it has like metal. It looks like it's like metal fibers just wrapped into one giant suit that moves around. And it like, it looks like it breathes almost. Um, it can actually grow spikes and it actually has like this, uh, this metal spider thing that can actually latch onto people's faces and project their thoughts which is just so awesome guys <laughs> it's, it's incredible um lastly um his horns in the original version were kind of upright whereas in this one they're a little bit more like kind of sleek to the back a little bit angled down um so it doesn't look like you're about to kick a, a field goal in his uh in his horns um aside from his appearance though his um his goal is still the same. Um, you know, he, what he's trying to do is he's trying to collect the mother boxes. Um, he does go about it in a different way than he did before. Um, there's just a lot more details into it. Um, like in the original, I kind of felt like he was just a one-sided character. Like he was, he just wanted to get the mother boxes and take over the world. Um, but secretly, you know, we knew that he was doing it for his, um, his boss, uh, dark side. Um, for those of you who do not know, uh, the main villain in the DC universe is dark side. So essentially in this, in this world of, uh, cinematic universes, uh, dark side would essentially be the Thanos of this universe. I know I'm sure there are going to be some people who are going to completely <laughs> disagree with me on this. Um, but essentially he is going to be 
the the big bad in this world. Um, so yes, I did just throw in a Marvel reference to explain uh, something from DC. <laughs> Um, either way, Darkseid is the big bad, and they're basically trying to make the main fight um, for him, essentially. Uh, it turns out that at some point, Steppenwolf had done some some bad stuff to Darkseid's people, and then he eventually kind of came around. He's like, oh, you know, I did wrong. It's my bad. Um, I want to make it right. So he was sentenced to... Uh, basically conquer worlds in the name of dark side and that's his backstory um you know that's that's his backstory that's what he that's his motivation you know he has more motivation now he seems really intent on doing it um now i don't think um I don't think Darkseid really expects much from Steppenwolf. I, in, in a way, he kind of seemed like he didn't really care that Steppenwolf was really doing anything. Um, but yeah, so that's that's primarily his biggest difference is that he actually has a backstory. He actually has a goal that's deeper than just taking over the world. Um, I think it's a great change. I'm actually really surprised that it didn't make it into the original movie. Um, uh, but this really helps kind of put us in his, in his shoes, so to speak. Um, it makes him more, more of a threat because he's willing to do whatever he can to get what he wants. And that's just something that was kind of lacking in the original. Let's talk about our heroes next. Um, let's first and foremost talk about Wonder Woman and Batman. Now, in Batman v Superman, uh, Batman was pretty intense. You know, um, you know, he was angry. He was threatening. Like, I wouldn't mess with this guy even if he wasn't a superhero. <laughs> like, he just looked like he was constantly mad and brooding. Um, with the original Justice League and then with the Snyder Cut, I felt like he was a little little different you know like like he was still the same guy but a lot more accommodating now i'm not i'm not trying to compare batman in the comics to batman in the movies i know it's going to be different you go to any any movie where the where it's about a book it's going to be different but in my eyes the batman from batman v superman that is what I would have liked to see more of. Um, just more, more, more kind of not really angry, but more just on his own, but also trying to be helpful at the same time, if that makes sense. Um, Cause Batman has always been more of a loner. He's always been kind of doing things on his own. Um, he eventually got like a Robin. Um, I would have liked to have seen that Batman. Um, Someone who's willing to put put his likes aside and come together as a team to kind of serve a bigger purpose. Um, it seems like in this one, he's just ready to kind of heel toe to Superman. Like really everything he does is based off of Superman. And that's in both the original cut and the Snyder cut. And to me, it's like, it's like the second they said Martha, he became this like totally different person. And 
yeah, like it just it didn't really sit that well with me. I mean, I enjoyed it. I think Ben Affleck is a great Bruce Wayne and a great Batman, but I had wished for a little bit more. Um, and then with uh, Wonder Woman, I'm a little confused with Wonder Woman <laughs> because she she seems pretty consistent. You know, like in Batman v Superman, we meet a Diana Prince who isn't saving the world. She's kind of distanced herself away from the hero life, um, but she comes back to help. Awesome. And then we get kind of the same thing in all the movies that we've seen with her. Like, you know, then we get a standalone movie with her um, that, in my opinion, was really good and in some ways even saved um, saved some face for the DCEU. Um, but it ended with her continuing to be a hero. Like, there was no, like, hey, this happened, so I'm not going to be a hero anymore. I mean, it's, it it was so much so that we got... A part two we got wonder woman 1984 which if you guys have seen wonder woman 1984 it's pretty much the exact same thing where she is still a hero and it ends on kind of like a downbeat but at the same time though in the in the very end she's still a hero doing hero things so i'm kind of wondering like how do we go from wonder woman 1984 to batman v superman where no one knows she's Wonder Woman. Nobody knows who Wonder Woman is. And she's just like distanced from the world. Um, so yeah, I mean, ultimately, if you guys haven't seen it, um, if you haven't seen Wonder Woman 1984, she is still a hero at the end. So my, my big question is that what made her stop being a hero? You know, I mean, we still don't know that. Um, but with the uh, Snyder Cut, you know, she I feel like Gal Gadot, she is perfect. She is perfect for Wonder Woman. I think she is a fantastic choice. Um, I've always I've always felt like that. And, you know, I think her movies are done very well. She does very well in them. But there's just a lot of unanswered questions. Um, so in the Snyder Cut, you know, they both have their own scenes. They both have uh, um, their own scenes where it's extended or scenes that are just completely brand new. Uh, one of the biggest things with those two is that um, their tension for each other um, seems to be a lot more obvious. Um, in the original cut, it was kind of like, okay, will they, won't they, maybe. Like a real light, really light feeling of that. Some kind of sexual tension. Um, and this one, it's a lot more, a lot more obvious. <laughs> it's a, a little bit more obvious, um, but I mean, that's really the extent for them. It's not, not nothing really changes for them, and that's that's both good and bad. Um, it's good because with Wonder Woman, like she's kind of staying at that same level where, you know, like she's not going to be really changing her personality. Her her everything is pretty much the same about her. You know, she's still a strong woman and all that. Um, and then with Batman, same thing. You know, he's still the same person. Um, the bad thing, um, at least for Batman, is like I said before, he's just like his motivation is just Superman, which, again, <laughs> trying really hard not to compare comics, but he was never really an, an honest fan of Superman. 
Um, he was, uh, you know, he, he, he knew that Clark Kent can save the world, but he was also very uh, cautious around him, which also in this, in this, in the Snyder cut, you can tell um, there are some scenes that are very questionable and there, even like the ending scene um, is a scene about him and Superman. So, and I'll, I'll get to that later, but yeah, I mean, all in all, I mean, I, I, I had no real issue with Wonder Woman and Batman. Um, yeah, I do wish it was a little bit better though. So next guys, let's talk about Cyborg and Flash. Um, you know, I had to, I have to say that the original was definitely lacking, um, a lot when it came to these two characters. Um, when we met, we met Flash for about maybe, I don't know, five seconds in Suicide Squad. And then we had nothing about Cyborg. So I was a bit disappointed that these characters just got thrown into Justice League with no real background story, you know, just, Hey, here are these guys deal with it. Uh, you know, Aquaman kind of falls into this, this category as well. Um, but they added more detail to him than they did for Cyborg and Flash. Um, either way, we didn't get their backstory um, for the original, but we did get a backstory for uh, Cyborg in the Snyder Cut, um, which is very interesting, honestly. Like, really, um, it's like... Victor Stone was a football player. He's a jock, but he's actually really, really smart as well. His both of his parents being um, his dad is a scientist. His mom is a doctor, so he knew a lot of stuff, and he was a very loyal person. You know, he doesn't he didn't have that kind of jock persona, and then he gets into a car accident with his mom, and his mom unfortunately didn't survive, and his dad. Uh, tried his hardest to help him survive and then they discovered the mother box and he used the mother box to he used one of the mother boxes to bring um victor back to life but what it did was it ended up making him a cyborg and i think that's just awesome i think that that's just an incredible story right there and it's i i again i was very disappointed that that didn't make it into the original cut. Like it just like, I understand that having a long movie is very difficult to put into theaters. Like having a four hour long movie is very difficult to put into movies, put in, put into the theaters. Um, you know, a lot of people are going to be like, wow, it's a, it's four hours. That's like such a long movie, which it is. Like I said, it is very long. But the amount of detail that they added to it was just incredible. You know, I mean, I would I would love to see a Flash origin story in theaters. Like I've seen I've seen the TV show. The TV show does it great. Like they do a great job. I actually love the Arrowverse version of Flash. It is awesome. Um, but I would love to see that resonate inside a movie theater. I would love to see that version in a movie theater and we didn't get that in this one we didn't see um anything like that we do get a lot more of both characters like i said we do get an uh, a, an origin story for cyborg um we get a lot more with um ezra miller who played 
um, Barry Allen, aka The Flash. Um, not an origin story, but definitely more entertaining. Um, he's still kind of like the silly, the silly character, but we see a lot more of um, The Flash's powers, which I think is incredible. The end, one of the ending scenes um, when they're facing the the final battle. Um, the Flash uses one of his powers, which is to turn back time. And that was just incredible. You know, it was just amazing. Um, so, you know, these are two very interesting characters with great stories, honestly. And I'm glad that with this release of the Snyder Cut, we were able to see that. Um, and like I said before, it does upset me that something so simple that can't really be brushed off with uh oh hey by the way you're in prison right you're my dad and you're in prison okay cool that's not a backstory that's just that's nothing (laughs) so like i said i am glad that we were able to get some more with these guys now i had mentioned that aquaman falls into the same category as um flash or cyborg um he seems kind of in the middle though like where he's not as serious as batman but not as silly as uh flash um he seems like somebody who in in the original version he seems like somebody who was kind of more sarcastic than anything else um you know still helpful still very powerful but again no backstory given and um he just seemed really sarcastic and just really not too enthusiastic about helping um, eventually until he eventually did come around Um, in this one. It's he's not, he's not really sarcastic in this one. He is um, a bit more of a darker character. Um, One of those guys where he seems like really angry, but has like a heart of gold. Like he helps these, these villagers, make sure that they get food from the ocean and all that jazz. Um, But still, for the most part, kind of the same. Um, You do, we do get a lot more story with him, um, with him as far as Atlantis. Um, We do in the, in the Aquaman movie, we met a character named Volko, who was kind of like his teacher and mentor. And we actually meet him, in this version of of Justice League, which I thought was a great a great addition, um, it didn't feel out of place. Um, it didn't feel like forced or anything like that. I thought that was really good. Um, so that's just another way that we could have been a little more prepared for Aquaman. Um, but I mean, either way, whether it's the original cut or the Snyder cut, you know, we were. St- I, I still feel that the like, I still feel like we would have still been prepared for the Aquaman movie. Like, it doesn't really change. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I like I like Aquaman. I mean, I was never a fan of him before Jason Momoa took over. So it's good that they're actually um, putting a good spin, a good positive spin on on Aquaman. So that's good. And finally, there is Superman. Now, as I had mentioned before, I'm not a big fan of Superman. I've never been a really big fan of Superman. He just feels 
too powerful for me. You know what I mean? Like it just seems like nothing can really defeat him. And as I said before, you know, the plot didn't change, you know, the justice league, um, still tries to resurrect Superman to have him help them save the world. Um, you know, in, in the, in the original version, you know, it's like he came back and basically did everything on his own. You know, like he fought the parademons, he fought Steppenwolf, you know, he saved like a boatload of people. He helped divide the mother boxes. Like, to be completely honest, did anybody else need to be there? Like that, that was my thought process went for the original Justice League. You know, he was just really powerful. The only thing he couldn't fix was his mustache. And I, I don't know. I, I didn't really much care for it. Like that really like, like I said before, I did like the original uh, cut for Justice League, but that was just one of the things that really took me out of it was that they were so hell-bent on getting Superman back to life, and I felt like it was really rushed. Like, we, like, Bat, like Superman dies in Batman v Superman. You have, I think, two two movies after that, which is Wonder Woman and suicide squad and then all of a sudden in justice league you bring them back like i I feel like that's not really enough time for us to miss superman which was again an issue i had before because of the fact that i felt that um dc was kind of rushing through their um their their list and just pushing out films for the self for the sake of pushing out films um so that's what I didn't really care for. And then in the Snyder version, the Snyder cut, you know, they have Superman come and fight Steppenwolf and divide the boxes. Those are the only things he does. You know, he has a brand new suit. It's a black suited Spider-Man. He's not wearing the, the red or blue anymore. He has the black suit. Um, even at the end of the movie, when he's walking, when he's walking away um, to like fight crime, he opens up his regular clothes and he's revealing the, the, silver and black uh suit so i feel like i feel like this was a really good version of superman you know like he wasn't all up in your face he was definitely like one of the main stories so obviously he's gonna have a lot of um a lot of screen time or a good amount of screen time but he wasn't so overpowered you know what i mean he wasn't we weren't shown a show-off version of superman in the original cut that's what I felt we had, you know, Hey, I'm going to fight this guy that you guys can't. I'm going to fight his, uh, his guys, which you guys can't. I'm going to lift this building literally filled with people to save them, which you guys can't. And then I'm going to divide these boxes, which only one of you can, but barely can do it. So, you know, I feel like, you know, this wasn't just, the Superman. It, it wasn't Justice League and then turning into the Superman show. I feel like through and through this was a Justice League show. Um, you know, he didn't steal focus. Um, he didn't overdo anything. He was just good at what he did. Um, I thought that was a great choice. Um, So like I said, guys, um, this movie had a lot of uh, differences. Again, for like the 90th time, 
the, the plot stays the same. The plot is still the same as the original cut. It's just more details are added. And it's not like stuff where, you know, it's nothing like, oh, we're going to add this because it looks cool. Like, no, they actually added a lot that had a lot to do with the story itself. Um, to be honest, I didn't really think that there was a Snyder Cut. I kind of just thought that um, maybe once they got like the reviews for the original, they were like, oh, you know, we didn't do a good job. Uh, maybe we should release some kind of a rich, some kind of a other second cut. Um, we'll call it the Snyder Cut, whatever. You know, I kind of thought it was like that. But then when I saw it, it was, like I said, it was kind of different. You know, like it was, you know, like giant chunks of the original cut were taken out and just not even put back in, you know? So I'm guessing those were the cuts that were just like added in or um, that were just reshot into the movie, into the original cut. Um, but yeah, it was definitely... Definitely great details into it, guys. Um, the way it ended kind of um, <laughs> kind of took a little bit for me. Um, so it ends with like how the original ended with Superman like getting ready to be Superman. Um, but then there's a bunch of uh, other endings as well. Obviously, the one with uh, Lex Luthor and um, and Deathstroke, sorry. <laughs> Lex Luthor and Deathstroke. That scene was there. Um, that was extended on. Um, but then even after that, there's another scene where um, it's like the distant future where Batman is leading um, several other people. The only, pe the only Justice League member that's with Batman is Cyborg. And then you have Mira from um, Atlantis. Uh Deathstroke is also with him as well. And then um, you have Joker. He's with, he's with Joker. And Joker has apparently a big a big help, apparently. And also uh, Flash is with him too. I forgot that Flash was also there um, as well. And they're hiding from Superman. Apparently Superman had turned evil. Um, there are versions in the comics and there are versions in video games where um, something happens to Lois Lane. And that causes Superman to turn evil. Um, and that's essentially what they're getting at is that he is now evil because Lois Lane is dead and they have to find a way to stop him. And apparently Joker has, uh, has this, has something, he has something that can help them defeat um Superman and Batman can't really do anything to hurt him or beat him up or kill him or anything like that. He even he does say that he does want to kill him. Um, apparently, uh, Harley Quinn is also dead, and um, Bruce Wayne actually makes mention of her. He says, "You know, when she died, she told me to make sure I killed you, so I'm gonna kill you." Um, so it's definitely intense. Definitely a pretty intense scene. Definitely a darker scene. Um, but it's a scene that we see a lot more from Jared Leto, which quite honestly, like I wasn't really excited to see him as the Joker to begin with from Suicide Squad. But apparently, again, there were a lot more scenes that didn't make it to the to the cut um, for Suicide Squad. 
And in all honesty, in this in this uh, Snyder Cut where we see the Joker, we actually get a lot more. I think whatever scenes he had in Suicide Squad, we saw like more than that. <laughs> like I think I think in Suicide Squad he maybe had like less than ten minutes of screen time. Like definitely less than ten minutes of screen time. In this one he had he had a lot more. Like even if he had like a minute more, that's still a lot more to me. Um, than what we were promised in Suicide Squad. Um but like I said, like I wasn't a big fan of his Joker to begin with, but from this version, I'm like, dude, like this is actually a really good like it's a really good scene and he's really good in it. So again, yet another thing that I was surprised didn't make it to the original. Now, truth be told, I can see why that didn't make it to the original. Uh, the original cut. Primarily because it's an after it's it's an it's essentially an after credit scene, but it's actually a really long scene too. So I feel like I feel like after credit scenes are usually pretty quick, usually like maybe a couple of minutes here and there, not too long, like maybe less than three minutes. This was definitely like a, a few minute scene, right? This is definitely a good scene. Um, so I can kind of see why they kept it out of the out of the uh, original cut. Um, it doesn't really it adds to the story, but not this story. Um, but I'm very interested to see what would happen. Unfortunately, I don't think we ever will. Um, primarily because not, not just because of COVID, but, um, you know, like the, the track record for DC, uh, cinematic movies just isn't very well. It's not done very well. It's not, it's not, they're just not doing very good. You know, even with, even with Wonder Woman 1984, like I thought I was entertained when I watched it, but it was kind of like, okay, cool. Like we, we, we realized that Wonder Woman is probably your guys' best movie character. Um, let's make more money and see if we can make another movie of it. Um, honestly, it, I, I thought it could have been better. I thought, I thought 1984 could have been better. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't see, I don't foresee a whole lot of DC movies coming out. And even if they do, for the DCEU, I mean, um, if they do come out, it's going to be kind of difficult because we, we have Ben Affleck is no longer going to be Batman. Um, you know, like I said, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed him as Bruce Wayne and Batman. I thought he did a great job. I was very um, kind of bummed out when he announced that he wasn't going to do it anymore. So, I mean, now we're going to have different characters, which is going to throw off a little bit. You know, it is going to take some time to get used to. But at the same time, though, you know, you set up this universe and now it's, truth be told, kind of, I, w I wouldn't use the word crumbling, but it is kind of falling apart a little bit. But I don't know. I hope for the best for them. And I am excited to, to see what happens. And with all that said, guys, thank you so much for coming on and listening. I really do appreciate it. I do want to try and get back into this and get some more episodes out as much as possible, as often as possible. Um, it has been a little difficult, but I am trying. Um, if you guys have any suggestions, please, I am open to that. 
um, send me a message on either Facebook or Instagram. Um, Facebook is I want to talk about movies. Uh, Instagram is talking about movies. Uh, make sure you hashtag that and definitely send me a message. I'm more than happy. Again, I try to reply as often as possible. Um, you know, please, I do apologize if I don't, um, but I will, I will try as much as possible to reply as soon as possible. Um, but yeah, with all that said, guys, as usual, I'm going to end this with a quote, um, usually from the movie we're talking about. So today it's going to be from Justice League, the Snyder version. And I believe we are stronger together. Thank you, movie lovers. Until next time. Thank you.